This past year has presented millions of people with unprecedented hardship. A global pandemic, growing unrest, and economic crisis have left many feeling hopeless in their situation. It is possible, however, to persevere through immense hardship. One person who has done just that is my very own grandmother. Here is her story. Life in the Greek village of Pelata has changed little since 1936, the year my grandmother, Kantia, was born. Her village was a picturesque example of traditional Greek life. Mountains dominated the landscape, traditional Greek crops like eggplants were grown, and Sakonika, a language derived from ancient Spartan, was still spoken. Life in her village was simple. Her father worked as a migrant laborer, traveling between villages to work on the farms. Due to his job, his family always had enough to get by, as he was paid in surplus crops, such as grapes and watermelons. While life in her village was nowhere near as leisurely as it is today, she was still fairly well off, with her family owning a small farm and livestock to support themselves. Despite this, village life was still permeated by tragedy. When she was only four years old, her mother fell deathly ill while treating a sick family member and passed away within a few days. This would mark the beginning of a period of intense hardship in her life. Everything changed on October 28, 1940, the date when fascist Italy invaded Greece. Her village was first invaded and occupied by Italian soldiers, then once the Italians dropped out of the war, the Germans. Occupation was brutal, with the Germans killing over 70,000 Greeks and destroying hundreds of villages across the country. On top of violence, a famine made life even harder. The Germans raided farms across the country, taking food to feed their troops, and leaving the Greek civilians with nothing. Everything is very bad. No food, no clothes, no shoes. No have nothing. We work so hard. 1944 provided a short hiatus between tragedies. That year, American and British soldiers liberated her village from the Germans. When they entered her village, she didn't think about the significance of the event in the relation to the war, but she was focused on what the soldiers had brought with them. The soldiers had brought military-grade tins of peanut butter, as well as chocolate bars, which must have tasted amazing after years of malnutrition during the war. However, this period of relief would not last long. Less than two years after World War II ended, a civil war erupted, with the Greek monarchy fighting against communist rebels. The war killed over 150,000 people and created more than one million refugees, devastating an already decimated Greece. Living in a secluded village would not spare my grandmother from the war, with a major battle taking place only minutes from her home. The conflict was also met with widespread anti-communist hysteria, akin to the Salem witch trials. One day, her father did not return home, so her family went to look for him. After multiple days of searching, they found his body in a mass grave on the side of a mountain. One of her father's friends had been jealous of his relative success for years and used the hysteria to take from him. He told loyalist troops that my grandmother's father was a communist sympathizer, hoping that he could take some of his possessions following his execution. Despite losing her dad, she still had a large family left in the village. My dad died. I have my stepmother, uh, eight kids, 
brothers and sisters. And after the same, the same, not nothing different. Even though she had this family, she could not rely on them for support after the war. As one of the oldest children, my grandma was forced to travel to Athens to find work to relieve the economic stress on her family when she was only 12 years old. Having only known traditional village life, moving to Athens, a city of over one million people, was overwhelming for her. After some time, she found a job working as a domestic servant. She did menial labor for no pay, working in a state of pseudo-slavery. For years, she lived like this until she was able to return home. It was during this period of her life that she met her husband and my grandfather, Triantafilos, or Rose in English. Once finishing high school, he had gone off to become a sailor on a merchant marine ship, despite not knowing how to swim and being deathly afraid of the ocean. He traveled around the world getting into hijinks in many of the ports he stopped in. By chance, he ran into my grandma, and soon after, they were married and had a son, my dad, Arhiria. Despite their happy family life, the stagnant economy and lack of opportunity for work forced them to make a big change. In 1972, my grandma and father got on a flight from Athens to New York City, where they planned to become American citizens. My grandfather had already entered the country by abandoning his ship when it was docked in New York. They settled in Port Jefferson, eventually moving to Valley Stream, where they would live for decades. Although life in the U.S. promised opportunity and success, things did not come easy for them. Here working, not easy for me because I don't understand, I don't speak English, but working the plastic flower, make a, an afterward electronic. Despite the hardship of living and working in the U.S. without knowing English, she was able to provide for her family and create a positive upbringing for her son. She was hardworking. Uh, she was resilient. She, was, uh, she did a lot of things on her own because as a child, she only had herself to lean on for the most part. Uh, she was tough and loving. Um... Uh, you know, she could stretch a dollar out. She was very thrifty. That brings us to today. My grandma is currently living with my family here in Dix Hills. She's retired and spends her day doing the things she enjoys, like baking and watching soap operas. After years of tragedy after tragedy, she finally has a little bit of happiness in her life. I'm happy. I have my family. I have my son. I have my grandkids, my daughter-in-law. I'm happy. Hearing her life story has created a lasting impact on all members of our family, especially my dad. She was tough. Uh, she had a really hard life, and I don't think anyone nowadays could, could have survived what she went through, what her siblings went through. I wish I was half the person Yaya was. difficult times, it's easy to feel distraught, lost, or hopeless. However, it is possible to persevere through terrible hardship, just like my grandmother has. War, famine, servitude, immigration, alone, are difficult experiences. So for one woman to survive through them all is a testament to the human spirit. That human spirit is still present today in all of us, and we can conquer any hardship with just a little perseverance and determination.